welcome to a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God and live in community with one another. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to the Redefined Sisters podcast. My name is Jordan, and today I will be your host. To begin, we have a fun question. So school is coming back into session. My kids start next week. So our question is, what was your favorite part of back-to-school shopping, or what was one of your fun memories of getting ready for school? I personally love back-to-school shopping even though it is complete chaos. The poor aisles of Target are just crazy. But I love watching my kids pick out their new backpacks, their lunch boxes, a new outfit. And it's just fun to see my five-year-old be excited for kindergarten and my oldest ready for fifth grade. And soon we are thinking about enrolling our three-year-old into preschool. So that's just something fun and that we look forward to. Well, welcome back to our summer series. This week, we have a fun conversation about self-control, specifically godly surrender to Christ and practicing self-denial daily, allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to lead us towards holiness. We will also share the Greek word for self-control, which is enklatia, and that will be in the description box, and another Greek word, nephalios, and it has the same general meaning but it generally covers a more specific area of self-control. It is often translated as temperate or sober. Even though its root condemns self-indulgence in all forms, the Bible's writers use it to refer to avoiding drunkenness. And we will link that, like I said, in the description box. So let's quickly review our understanding over how the flesh and spirit are opposed to one another in verses 16 through 26. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the things like these, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So with that, we can truly live and abide in the Spirit. And our key verse for this series has been, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery, which is Galatians 5.1 in the ESV translation. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or tea, grab your journal, and join us as we dig into a new fruit of the Spirit in the book of Galatians this week. I, Jordan, will be your host, and 
We are just so thankful for you and your gracious support of this ministry and podcast. So thank you for tuning in. Our hope and prayer through this series is to consider Galatians 5 in its context as we chat through how to abide in the spirit so that the power of Christ is powerfully working in and through us to cultivate godly fruit and gospel-focused lives, producing healthy roots watered in God's amazing love. Faith precedes love, and love is the natural outworking of this godly fruit, with love being the foundation within each of these fruits, which is repeated four times in Galatians 5. For our favorite Bible translations in this series, we are using the ESV, and we have also used Emily's CSB in different episodes. And I am going to go through and read the first part of Galatians 5. For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ. You who would have been justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law has been fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Our key themes in the Fruit of the Spirit series has been freedom in Christ rather than remaining in spiritual bondage, living and abiding in the Spirit, and... I'm going to go over a couple of the verses again. Verses 5 and 6. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. In verse 13. For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. And verses 16 through 18. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And our key themes for this week is godly surrender to Christ. As we wait for the fulfillment of God's eternal kingdom and his faithful work in each of our lives, let us rest in the kindness and grace freely given to us in Christ. As we prayerfully watch the faithfulness of God continually cultivated in each of our lives for the praise of his glory, powerfully resting on the humility and meekness of Christ, allowing the control of Christ to permeate every aspect of our lives to the praise of his glory, and cultivating a sound mind, growing in patience with ourselves and others as we still patiently wait for eternity while faithfully trusting God's work to be fulfilled in each of our lives, displaying the kindness of Christ to those around us, especially within our sphere of influence. As we continually cultivate a spirit of faithfulness to God and his work in each of our lives, growing in obedience and full surrender to the work of Jesus and his agenda for our lives. 
becoming redefined sisters who are sound in mind and exhibit a godly temperance of gentleness, humility, and self-denial. So I'm going to go over verses 22 and 23 again. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against those things, there is no law. And for our working definition, this week, our focus is on the fruit of the Spirit, self-control, which is being sober-minded and practicing self-denial. As Redefined Sisters, we are pursuing a joy-filled, abundant life in Christ, rooted in the peace of Christ, while faithfully growing in patience and eagerly longing for the hope of eternity as we display the kindness of Christ to those around us, cultivating a spirit of faithfulness, living in full surrender and obedience to the powerful work of Jesus in our lives, allowing the power of the Spirit to grow in us a sound mind and exhibit a godly temperance of gentleness, humility, and self-denial. Next, we are going to focus on application, which is godly surrender to Christ. And we are going to turn to Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 through 25. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come to me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Next, we are going to turn to John chapter 4, verse 14. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. And next, we are going to turn to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And lastly, we are going to be discussing cultivating a sound mind, which is being sober-minded in self-denial and humility. First, we're going to turn to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean in to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Next, we are going to turn to Titus chapter 1 verse 8. Actually, I am going to read verses 7 through 8. For an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. And lastly, we're going to turn to 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 5 through 7. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. And to end our time together, we have a fun question. So how can we abide in the spirit this week and cultivate a spirit of self-control as we grow toward becoming redefined sisters who are sober-minded while exhibiting a heart posture of humility? So for me, I fully believe that serving, whether it is within your church or going to maybe a shelter, a soup kitchen, something to do with helping others can truly benefit us inward. 
and just taking in the word of God. That is one of the biggest things because the more that we consume that, the more that we are able to put it out towards others, especially God's kindness, which is something that people truly seek. And sometimes they don't know that they're seeking it. But ladies, I hope that you had a great conversation with us. And next week, we will be having a week off. And it's going to be our quarterly break. And this is a sweet time for our team and community to rest in the Lord and recharge both spiritually and physically. We will resume our new series on August 23rd. But thank you so much for your gracious support of this ministry and this podcast. We love you, ladies, and we will talk later. Bye. Thank you for listening. To continue the conversation with us, join our free membership community at www.facebook.com slash groups slash redefined sisters. We cannot wait to connect with you.